Kia ora, I'm Corey from Clear Path Ensemble and today we're talking about my new record, Solar Eclipse. Congrats on the release of Solar Eclipse. Your first album came out back in 2020, so it hasn't been too long since then. When did you get started on this one? How long has it been in the works? I finished it in about July last year. I think probably, yeah, probably was working on it, writing songs from, I want to say like June or May 2020, um, leading up into the first show that we did, which was at Catacombs up in Auckland. So I'd written a couple of songs that are on the record for that gig and then worked on them, sort of recorded them and made them after that, yeah. There's definitely a switch in style on LP2 in comparison to your first album. Do you think starting to play some live shows had an effect on the way this album turned out? Yeah, absolutely. Um, That was a big consideration coming into the the second record. Um, uh, One of the things I really wanted to do was play more drums on this record. The self-titled, the first album, kind of, when it came out, I kind of realized I wasn't really playing much drums on it, and that's like my primary instrument. So yeah, that was one of the sort of aims of of Solar Eclipse. And then after doing a few shows, I got a sense of how a live show could work, and then obviously that influences the recording and the sort of production and composition of it. What's it like looking back on that first album now that it's been out for a few years? Yeah, it's cool. I don't listen to it that much, but uh, there's things about it which I really like and there's things about it which I would have done differently, obviously. And no, it is it is really cool. I think there's still some stuff on there which is quite bent and I'm kind of like really into that stuff. And I feel like the first album really played into the sort of, I guess the virtual space created what I was trying to make with the music and, and sort of creating like a fake jazz band. Um, I guess I had no kind of intention when I was making the first record to be performing it or to arrange it to play live. And so it has a sort of, yeah, more of a virtual and sort of surreal kind of space to it, which the second record I think is, is a little bit more natural in some ways. It sort of represents a band, yeah, like the realistic space of a band playing with each other, more so than the first one. When it comes to the recording, uh, do you record them all yourself or do you get some of your bandmates in? Yep, totally had some friends in there. Um, The collaboration part of the process is generally the last thing that happens um, before I really get stuck into sort of mixing it and I'll often work by myself just creating compositions out of um, improvisations that I'm doing with myself, I guess, overdubbing in the studio. Uh, sometimes there's more traditional kind of composition methods as well. There's sometimes a bit of that, but uh, mainly it's just kind of me bumbling around with my instruments.
the switch towards more traditional style jazz, which is generally longer form or, or free-flowing music. How did you keep the pieces so concise and did that play a role in the, the sequencing and the track order of the album? There's not a lot of improvisation in the pieces. So a typical jazz form might be like a statement of the melody, often call it like the head. So that might take up, I don't know, a minute. And then there might be, say, five or six minutes or more of, of improvisation. And then there'd be sort of the restatement of the melody at the end. So I was not really concerned with keeping to that sort of form, although I do sort of have songs where I'll, you know, have a, a sort of theme or a melody and then it sort of, you know, comes back to that at the end. Yeah, so I just kind of took out all the solos and just kind of tried to make things a little bit more um, arranged or cinematic or, yeah. If you can imagine all the pieces are, are sort of, they exist first of all as their own little worlds and once I get to a certain point of the whole process of making the record I can start to sort of see similarities in certain pieces and a sort of a similar maybe aesthetic or flavor or whatever you want to call it but I still need to sort of rein it in and, and tame it a little bit and so I'll make decisions around my instrumentation or mixing decisions or things like that in order to maybe make the songs relate to each other a bit more. Um, as far as sequencing the you know the order of the tracks goes I don't really think of that until um, sort of right at the end of that process. tracks now talk to me about kehi is there a reason you picked this as the opening song for solar eclipse i actually wrote this song last after i sort of decided that i need an intro track so this was one that i actually really kind of thought about a way to compose and set up the sort of atmosphere of the album and i think with this you get a, a taste of all the a lot of the different sounds that are going to be in the album and it has quite a uplifting and I guess nice feeling to it. It's kind of warm, yeah, a sweetness maybe.
Yeah, this is actually a, um, this is quite old. When I first wrote it, I didn't have a way to kind of sequence it in or make it relate to the first album. And it, it was also quite different, but I reworked it in a number of ways and sort of got it to a place where um, I gave it to uh, Johnny and I gave it to Dan, so Johnny Lawrence and Daniel Howes to sort of play electric bass and, and keys on it and yeah continued to work on it and yeah got it to this really great place so I'm really happy that it's made it on this record but um, there's some yeah funny earlier versions of it as well. Volvo has yeah, Dan's playing um, piano and it has Mike Isaacs playing bass clarinet on it. Um, at this point though I really had the parts kind of fully arranged for them to just, just play them down, yeah. So it was just replacing what I had already. Yeah, it was I mean it's still great to to work with those guys because they just have such great control and sound of their instruments. So it's just so much, so much better than anything I could do. I guess like even playing electric bass or playing piano, I'm not that good at those instruments, so yeah.
Solar Eclipse is the title track of the album. Was it written before you'd finished on a name for the album? What came first? 
Uh, the track. Yeah, definitely. Um, and then I sort of thought about the value of the track in relation to the album and, and named the album after it, yeah. It's got a really good energy to it and obviously that melody is like super annoying and catchy. <laughs> I guess in a cool way. I guess there's a simplicity in it and it's very striking and that's what maybe makes it stand out. I like things you know music that has simple or music and art and anything really that is it's kind of simple and strong and so this was kind of me trying to do something like that
so Tennis Ball and Solar Eclipse were actually written by the first, uh, and Dramatics as well, were written at, by the time of the first gig that we did, so um, only a few months after the first album came out. Yeah, I didn't think about writing uh, this song as the outro or anything like that. This came about as I wanted to highlight the the drums, I guess, in this one. Talking earlier about my goal for the album to like really bring that side of my musicianship forward and that voice more. So when we play this live, we really draw out that middle section and that's quite fun and powerful. And I think it's also inspired by my time playing with Shocking Pinks a few years ago and just how we could play, yeah, just these really kind of long minimal feels and, you know, inspired by bands like maybe ESG or um, Certain Ratio, sort of more of a post-punk kind of thing. 